This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Hi, it's Vanessa from the Fighting Stigma Show on Free FM. Are you a Waikato local? Do you have an idea for a radio show? Do you want to try your hand at being a content creator on Free FM? If so, check out our website on freefm.org.nz or find Free FM on Facebook and get in touch. Let's go! And you're listening to That's the Ticket with Hannah Mooney. This episode marks the 69th episode, so I've got something special lined up because why save all the fun for the 70th episode? And uh, by special episode, I mean I'm doing the thing that I've been telling all my mates I'd do the minute I got my own radio show. I'm going my own way today and focusing on making mine and my special guests' dreams come true. I'm doing a Fleetwood Mac special, guys. Naturally, <laughs> I've got one of the biggest Fleetwood Mac fans I know having a cheeky lull in the background there. Um, the very person who got, actually got me hooked on the band and um, one of my best mates, Megan Goldsman, is here. Kia ora, Megan. Kia ora. <laughs> Did you like that intro? I loved everything about it. I had to control my laughter because I didn't want to ruin it for you. It's, I, I feel like I was on the cusp of um, getting the giggles myself. I, I love a good pun. Actually, a few episodes ago when I had um, some people from Hamilton Musical Theatre on to talk about Mamma Mia, I had a bunch of like oh Abba song references in my intro and it took all my being to get through it. So oh, incredible. <laughs> I am incredible. Thank you for noticing, Megan. But um. <laughs> How's it going, mate? Oh, well, as you know, <laughs> it's, it's going. It's going all right. Um, I'm currently in Auckland, Tamaki Makoto. So we're coming up on, oh, God, what is it, week 12 of lockdown? Yummy. Yeah. It's, a, it's a definitely an experience. I mean, you've, you've had a taste of that as well. Yes. Course. We're having a, a taste of it in um, Kirikiroa, but uh, we haven't been in for as long as you. And actually, you're my second um, guest from Tamaki Makoto who I've had on the show during um, these kind of level three. Oh. Yeah, I had um, Jordan Mooney on a few episodes ago. Oh, the old bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I've, I think I was saying in the last episode that I've kind of got on theme of having uh, returning guests on the show. For the last few weeks, I've been having people back. And um, this is your second time, Becca, isn't it? It is, it is. It's my first time on Zoom, though. Um, yeah, well, you know, got to keep it fresh, got to keep it exciting. And, I mean, you are in Tamaki Makoto, so it's the only way I can yeah. make it happen. That's very true. It's but, um, yeah, it's it's looking good. I'm like, do I describe the book to the listeners? It's beautiful. The big white wall. I do have to say it is extremely hot today. I don't know what the weather's like with you, but it is suddenly summer. Yeah, no, yeah. it's been a bit of a cocker today as well in um, the Tron. Yeah. All good things. Yeah, good old swim later. <laughs> um, yeah, we swimming. That's, 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 I know it's just occurred to me like that's a possibility potentially yeah. in the future. Yeah. For I me- mean, 
you know, got to get your got to get your um your vitamin D somehow. <laughs> yeah, and um, got to have a sing in the pool. Do you sing in exactly. the pool? Do I sing in the pool? I mean, yeah. you were there. I'd sing in the pool. <laughs> Would you sing Fleetwood Mac? Of course, absolutely. <laughs> Um, but actually, before we get um, down to the Mac chat, um, I feel like we've just been having a catch up and I'm like, I feel like we need to get back on track. Um, oh, it's so hard though, isn't it? It is, that's the ticket. And I, I shouldn't go into this assuming that everyone knows you as well as I do and who you are and where you sit in the creative sphere. Um, so if you're up to it, a uh, cheeky Megan Goldsman uh, creative history. Oh, spiel. Yeah, a little brief one if you're down. Oh, I'll try. I'll keep it. I'll keep it brief. Um, so I'm I'm an actor, uh, currently living in Tamaki Makoto. Um, but my I guess my brief history is I trained. I trained as an opera singer, <laughs> as Hannah knows very well. Um, back in Waikato, got into the theatre scene there. Hannah and I actually co-starred in a couple of productions. Yeah, I would say she truly had one of the most poignant moving roles of our recent history I'm wouldn't like, you say um I mean I love how this was a like Megan Goldsman bio and yeah. it circled back to me um but whole... you know Mrs. Mrs Beaver is just she's iconic yes that was um yeah so <laughs> Megan we were both in both the Lion the Witch in the Wardrobe and the Magician's Nephew yeah. You got different roles each time. I was a beaver both times. You're too good. You couldn't. You couldn't. Um. You couldn't go anywhere from there. You know. No. Way to go. But I guess. Um. I guess. Yeah. My my recent history is I. Uh, I went to drama school last year, so I went to the actors program. Graduated there, class of 2020, class of COVID. Although not the only class of COVID now. No. Um, and yeah, first first year out in the industry, which is been it's definitely been interesting in our new climate I will say that (laughs) and so since you graduated um obviously there hasn't been that much of a big window between pandemics um yeah (laughs) but um in terms of your acting career anything anything that you would like to share that you've done in recent there's one thing coming to my mind but I don't know if you want to talk about it or not (laughs) Well, the the starring the starring role in a in a major corporations commercial. Yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the one. Well, you know, like to be fair, that that job is pretty much the only paid gig I've had this entire year. But um, that's I feel like that's that is not uncommon in the way that the world is at the moment. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I actually got really lucky. I got really, really lucky because I've been desperate to do some theatre um, since since leaving. Um, and I managed to um, I managed to do the staged reading series that um, the Auckland Theatre Youth Company uh, held. And it was, I think we I think the showing was literally the week before lockdown, maybe mm. maybe two weeks before which is just crazy. It, so I, I got really lucky actually to be able to do that. <laughs> when I think now about um, how, you know, how the live 
all the live events, live theatre and arts have just been completely decimated at the moment. Yeah, it's it's definitely been um, tough. And, and it's weird you think back of like your last event or, well, for mm. me, because my, my day job, I work in events. And then for you, your last kind of time being on stage, at the time you don't realise that it's going to be the last no time for you. Yeah, yeah, you have no idea. And even, I mean, as, as you know, even coming out of it with with our experience from last year and kind of knowing that COVID is around, <laughs> you still somehow forget that yeah. uh, that it that might, yeah, might it might all change, which it has again. But I'm hopeful. I'm sure I you mean, are too. Mate, I'm always hopeful. And um, I don't know, us creatives, we always find a way. And um, yeah. I'm gonna plug your other kind of creative hustle because oh, yes, you, yes. I aside, love it. aside from being like a trained opera singer, a trained actor, um, you're also a photographer. Oh, I am indeed. <laughs> <laughs> I do enjoy taking a few cheeky snaps. Yeah, and you've been you've been keeping it up well. You know, I follow all your kind of official channels oh, and social media accounts for uh, Megan Goldsmith Photography. Don't worry, I'll link it in with the podcast. Oh, plug, 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 all of those. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, have you have you still been taking photos like during in level three and level four and stuff? Oh, it's been funny. Um, I have, but it's been a bit up and down. Like a. Um, so for me, the photography, it fits in really nicely alongside my other creative work. And um, and I'd actually just moved into freelancing um, a bit more with my photography, kind of getting that into a, it felt like a really nice stable position. Um, and then, of course, lockdown came and sort of um, ruined all of those plans. But um, yeah, I, I have. I, I tried, I think the first week we went into lockdown, I was I was feeling like I'm gonna I'm gonna be I'm gonna be really creative and I'm gonna I'm gonna go out and take my camera out on a walk every day and I'm gonna photograph real life. I'm gonna capture the moment of lockdown and and this this moment in time and then you know two days later it's like okay, no. <laughs> you you silly, silly girl. <laughs> but um but I have actually got, I have gotten back into it recently. I tell you what I've, I've been loving. Um, I mean, since we've been allowed to have, <laughs> have our little picnics, it's been nice to have a few sort of distanced, um, just, just uh, I, I'll call them studies or explorations of my, with my picnic friends. Um, not quite the same as, as working, but it's nice to try something more creative. And what I have, I have got back into is film photography. So I, uh, I dug out my old Olympus 35 millimeter and I've been, I've been taking that around and it feels, yeah, it feels more fun, more creative, less sort of, yeah, stressful than, than cutting the big camera around. <laughs> See, I, I find that I, ironic, the, the reason I was giggling is because you're saying you're getting out your old film camera and the idea that your film camera is lighter than your digital oh. camera. I, I will show you a picture if I can. The, the, the digital is huge. It is hefty. Um, and, and, you know, when you're, work, when you're walking around in public and you're just trying to look really cool and take some, take some really artsy street shots, having this massive brick really, um, really 
makes you stick out like yeah, a sore yeah. thumb. <laughs> um, but there's something there's something really lovely about uh, having having the film camera and having having it be more of a physical process as well. Even just that you take an image and then that's that's caught captured mm. on on film physically, and then having to take it into the into the store, which have um, contactless delivery, which is great. I was just thinking, where do you even get it developed? Yeah, yeah, take it in. There's a place just down the road. I mean, this is the great thing about Auckland and where I live in particular is a very like creative neighborhood. There's a lot, there's a lot of sort of stuff going on around. So um, just drop it off um, and then pick it up a couple of days later. And it's, it feels like it's a more organic process, which is really nice. Yeah, it's nice to feel physically connected to something in this kind of time. Do you feel like it adds more pressure to getting a good shot though? Ah, it's funny because I, with the, I mean, I guess when you think about digital, it's free to take as many photos as you want, right? You just charge your battery and you delete them when you're done. Um, And I guess with film, you've got 36 exposures and if you, if you get it wrong then <laughs> then it's there's no changing it really but I find it it tests me in a way that I really like I actually feel a lot more freedom with it I feel free to be creative and, and learn a bit more I think it makes me a better photographer because you have to think a bit more about your compositions because um, you just don't have you don't have as many shots and you don't want to you, you're not going to waste four shots on the same thing no. you, you take one and then you move on and then and then you see it later and and you learn you learn what what works and what you like it it, it tests my boundaries which i which i enjoy i mean i'm enjoying it i i, I just want to take a minute to say that you've done a like stellar job of discussing a very visual medium like oh. like radio <laughs> Oh, obviously right. no one can see us right now, but I feel like you're, you're yeah. doing, giving really kind of clear app descriptions. And um, it's also really nice to hear um, where you're at on your kind of photography journey as well. Because I know last time you're on that's the ticket, we, we talked a little bit about um, your photography and how you were taking headshots of people and stuff. And yeah. so it's nice to see kind of this many episodes yeah. down how you've evolved. It must have been right at the start of my kind of photography career when we last chatted as well. Yeah, it was right at the start of my radio career as well. <laughs> and look how far we've both come. I know. Um, but actually, uh, in, in regards to how far we've come, before we get into that, I, I think I might break for a song because I need to just keep hitting, um, hammering home that this is a Fleetwood Mac special. And so I need to try and squish as much Fleetwood Mac as humanly possible in today's show. Um, And so to kick things off, I've got a um, song given to me by the lovely Megan Goldsman. It's actually a personal fave of mine. Um, Hashtag every Fleetwood Mac song ever. But um, I've got uh, Big Love, uh, the live version from the dance. Brilliant. Um, So uh, here we go, fam. Big 
You guys are great. Thanks. There was Big Love uh, by Flute Mac. Um, love a bit of Lindsay Buckingham on the strings in that one. Have you watched that DVD yet? I never <laughs> finished it. I got halfway through. Oh, my God. Do something. Yeah. Well, you're in lockdown now, so. <laughs> yeah. No, maybe um, after this, um, after the show, I'll have to crack it out and finish it, Megan. Um, for context, for uh, my 21st birthday, because Megan and I have known each other for many years now, uh, she gave me a copy of the Fleetwood Mac uh, dance concert. Yeah. Because yeah. we're, we're cool like that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, no, it's, it's a really good live album. Um, I'm it's not going to lie. It's brilliant. It's a, it's a really great um, like road trip album as well so when we're allowed to travel again that's one to crack out for the for the for the car the car trips yeah I never thought about road trip album I mean I'm generally lean towards playlists but um yeah how many times do you reckon you've listened to the dance by Fleetwood Mac countless I don't know yeah the album I I don't know I could tell you how many times I've listened to um Big Love though because it's 
it's on my most played. Okay, <laughs> go for it. Uh, on music, let me see. Um, two seconds. <laughs> this is all right. Here you go. You want to know? You want to know how many times I listened to that song? Yeah. On on my phone, I've listened yeah. to that song eight hundred and seventy-two times. Ooh. So I don't know how how many hours and days <laughs> I'm just I'm just that song. Do you, do you ever just look, <laughs> is it your favorite? Is it your all-time fave? Oh, oh, it's hard. Do you know what? Um, oh, controversial because this is a Fleetwood Mac episode, and Fleetwood Mac is my favorite band of all time. But I I think my actual favorite song of all time is um, "Ain't No Mountain High Enough." Really? Yeah. It's yeah. not a it's not a Mac track. No, it's not. But all but I would say nearly every other song in my when I think of like my top five would be Fleetwood Mac or or Stevie Nicks you know mm. Edge of 17 is up there that's that really feels like it sort of defined a pivotal time in my in my young life um but you know I think um Ain't No Mountain High Enough has kind of <laughs> has been around me since I was very young and I still love it and I love I love every kind of iteration of it whether it's Marvin Gaye or um or Diana Ross this makes sense because last time I had you on That's the Ticket, which now when I post a podcast of this episode, I'm going to link that episode oh gosh, because I, I played that. that song. I played hey, that. Yeah, yeah. Ah, brilliant. And that makes That's sense because it was it was recommended to me by you and it must have been okay. people like, I really like the song. Was it the Diana Ross version as well? Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. Great. That's a great um that's a great concert to watch live as well. I think she did. I think it was uh at Caesar's Palace and maybe it was nineteen seventy seven. Anyway, that's really off topic, but um No, it's you know, <laughs> it's a Fleetwood Mac episode, but you know it is. We we need a like taken over. Well, I think it's it's that's good that we have little breaks between the Mac chat, but now I'm gonna get us back on track with Fleetwood Mac. We we've seen Fleetwood Mac together. Yeah. Um, how many times have you seen Fleetwood Mac though? I well, I've only seen Fleetwood Mac twice. So yeah. I've seen I saw them back in um twenty fifteen. Mm-hmm. So that was when Buckingham was still in the band. Uh <laughs> and then I've but I've also seen Mick Fleetwood and members of the Mick Fleetwood Blues band. Um uh, members of which were part of Fleetwood Mac at various times in its history um, yeah. and I've also seen Stevie Nicks live yeah and I was <laughs> there for that you were indeed that was my first ever concert ever in my entire life and I was terrified <gasps> and excited at the same time I remember that yeah. you were so I thought you I can't remember if you did but I think she came out and you just sort of you were shaking and I wasn't sure if you were crying or not or just on the verge of it. <laughs> no, I did cry. And then um, recently, you and I, the la- uh, one of the last concerts we went to, we saw Fleetwood Mac minus yeah. Lindsay Buckingham in 2019. Yeah, gosh. Yeah, yeah, it must have been, gosh, when we could still go to concerts. Yeah, and um, I also cried then. <laughs> I'll tell you what, on a Fleetwood Mac note, um, Stevie Nicks singing "Black Magic Woman" is something else. I think if if your audience haven't heard haven't heard that, then they should go onto YouTube and have a look because I think for me that was one of the real highlights of that concert. Yeah, yeah. no, isn't I, that crazy? 
Oh, sorry, you go, Matt. No, I was just going to say, isn't it crazy? I think the last two concerts I've seen have both been with you, and one of them was the last concert pretty much in the world at that point. Yeah, and we only got half of it, which was a yeah. <laughs> um Auckland Alton John show at the start of 2020 wow um yeah who knows maybe we'll come back maybe maybe we'll get to see him I've still got tickets <laughs> um but now, actually on a concert note I bought tickets um to a concert in tw- oh. that's for 2022 um in between Kirikiriroa lockdowns um yeah. I have tickets for Dua Lipa oh brilliant yeah so you know live events they're still on the horizon they're just a bit far away but you know it's it's not too far when you think of it and it's positive you know we're we're moving into a space where where we can do these things safely yeah so just a just a little bit longer and we'll be there yeah and (laughs) hey at least we've got Fleetwood Mac to um help us through exactly carry us along um so back on track we keep back on track um awesome. you've seen <laughs> back a few times yeah and which which was your favorite time seeing them oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah i can't, uh, I can't lie it's gonna be the first time i'm sorry i loved i i never not love it you know i never not love them but there is something really wonderful and for me that was my first ever concert as well like proper rock concert so it was really special in lots of ways um I love but I I love them every time and um and seeing well obviously seeing all these different lineups as well they really every time it offers something new which is nice it's not like you've you're going to the same rehashed performance which I think maybe does happen sometimes but (laughs) for all their ups and downs maybe the one positive is that um they keep sort of changing and growing yeah. <laughs> the band that just keeps on giving but um they do <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna put you on the spot now because this is probably a question okay. you get asked often by people when they find out you're a Fleetwood Mac fan I get it a lot it kind okay. of always feels like a test but people ask me about like the OG Fleetwood Mac like the yeah. Peter Green Fleetwood Mac so mm-hmm. I'd, I'd, how well versed are you in the OG if any um you know it's so funny with a band like Fleetwood Mac because yes of course there's there's Peter Green's lineup but then there are so many there are um there's also the likes of um Bob Welsh who I would say I am more familiar with than Peter Green I I mean I'm I like the I can appreciate the blues background um I'm of myself a bit more of a of a classic rock fan yeah I feel more aligned to the sort of mid and later periods of their music. But I, I on a on a Bob Welsh note, I adore um, two of their albums in particular, pre-Buckingham Next Era, which are Mystery to Me and Heroes Are Hard to Find. I I really and they're not they're not very popular albums, I don't think, in the kind of um, fan base of Fleetwood Mac. Mm. But I I really adore the music that they made together at that time. Um, it just, yeah, there's some there's some brilliant tracks, and I think you. I don't I don't know if you're if you if you've got one, but um, there are a couple of tracks in particular that I just I just love. I love the music. It's it's so catchy. 
um, it really feels of that era as well, but but in a way that I think is still enjoyable now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well said. I've I've tried my best for this episode because I'm claiming it's a Fleetwood Mac special to get a bit yes. of each era in there. Yes. Um, and for my next track, which I'm going to break into, um, it's part of uh, my popular segment on the show called Rick's Pick. Rick's Picks. Love so. That. You know, my Uncle Rick, I have an Uncle Rick. Um, he's a big fan what? of music. And um, so every week I play a song of his choosing. Um, I've yes. got a list. And um, funnily enough, I'd already played all of the Fleetwood Mac songs on the list. <laughs> but um, I do have a song that counts as OG Fleetwood Mac, Peter Green era. Uh, it's Green, called Green. Madison Blues. Have you heard of it? I have not. Educational. Yeah, yeah I'm really. <laughs> I'm actually really glad that I never thought this would ever happen between Megan and myself, where I will would have heard of a Fleetwood Mac song that she <laughs> hasn't. It's me. <laughs> I'm really glad it's happening um, live on That's the Ticket right now. Um, but no, uh, here's this week's uh, Rick's pick. It's Madison Blues by Peter Green. Well, Peter Green's Fleetwood Mac, and uh, this one's for you, Uncle Rick.
That was this week's Rick's Pick. Um, bit of OG Fleetwood Mac. Uh, bit of me um, surprising uh, special guest Megan Goldsman with a Fleetwood song that she hadn't heard before. I love it. I'm here for it. Um, it's Yeah, it's definitely got that. I mean, obviously it's called Madison Blues, so it's definitely got that kind of bluesy vibe. But um, in my defense, I hadn't actually heard of it before like I looked on my Rick's pick list and then I'm like I'll listen to this and then I'm like cool gonna play this on the show so you know both learning I've got these albums at at my um at my mum's house uh back in Waikato um and I've never I've never listened to them and I because I think I've always thought I want to listen to it um you know on on the record player I don't just want to I'm like, ah, oh, I don't just want to Spotify it or whatever. I'm like, I'm going to listen to it properly and then never get around to it. So you've given me something to look forward to when I get home. <laughs> yeah, or, you know, your resolve is higher than mine. I mean, I don't have <laughs> Fleetwood um, Mac albums with my mum and dad we'll that I'm aware of. But whereas I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just going to listen to every single song they've ever released on Spotify. Good. <laughs> um. But no, you're listening to That's the Ticket with Hannah Mooney and Megan Goldsman on uh, Free FM 89.0 Independent Community Media. And uh, we've, in case you haven't noticed, we've just been having um, really in-depth yarn about Fleetwood Mac. Oh, so cool. It's my favourite thing. <laughs> it's just, I feel like um, it's, it's nice to bring the discussions that are the foundation of our friendship um, mm-hmm. to everyone else's ears without their yeah. consent. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, when I put it like that. Um, but no, I might I might take a break from the Fleet Mac for a hot minute um to ask you some more uh Megan questions. Deep and personals, okay. <laughs> um like no serviceable. <laughs> No, it's just obviously, you know, this is the Fleetwood Mac special and the kind of vaguely lockdown special as well, because with oh, you yeah. being based in Tamaki Makoto, it's impossible for it not to come up. Yeah. Um, and so I just wanted to kind of um, ask more questions about um, ways you've been keeping creative in lockdown. We've already um, talked about your photography, no. but um, is there anything else that um, has been getting you through that you'd like to share? Yeah, I mean, like, I think for me, um, <laughs> I'm, I am someone who who thrives on a bit of a routine. I say that in the midst of having really no routine at the moment, but even just having little, like, kind of anchoring things. It doesn't have to be, you know, nothing sort of set in stone, but just something to kind of anchor me. Um, and I've been taking, um, I've been, I was in classes before lockdown, um, and they've they've all sort of moved to Zoom, but in some ways it's been it's been really lovely to still have um, the opportunity to be acting, you know, even if I'm just in my bedroom. So I've been I've been taking some some acting classes, um, which has actually been great because it's been a lot of self taping. And really, uh, as far as I can see in the future now, most of our auditions are going to be self tapes. It's going to be very hard to get in the room. Um, I mean, it's impossible right now, but I think even in the future, there's going to be a lot more sort of self-taping. So it's been it's been great to still feel connected, but then also feel like I'm kind of um, growing my craft as well a bit more. 
um and then besides acting just sort of um I don't know engaging a little bit more like um like I sort of I mentioned to you I did this writing course yesterday which was just sort of screenplay basics but um something I haven't really looked at before which is which is cool and um something new something again that's self-sufficient that I can be doing on my own in my room <laughs> by myself <laughs> um yeah and and watching watching a lot of film tv I've seen some awesome films and some awesome tv shows which I'm actually really happy about because I always put off watching yeah those good shows yeah so I've definitely been keeping up to date on my tv consumption <laughs> I mean it's it's good I think when I had um Jordan on a few episodes ago we did a whole segment on like what have you been watching specifically yeah. on um New Zealand made ah uh, yeah shows and stuff. Great, great New Zealand stuff at the moment yeah, I feel like my appreciation for TVNZ on demand as a platform has grown in spades. It's brilliant. The stuff they've got on there is is so good. It's honestly incredible. And you know, the stuff on the other streaming services as well has been has been awesome. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, I think um, I saw we saw a film the other day that well we've been watching. Okay, this is a twofold thing. This comes into TV and film, just for you, swags, because I because I know you're a fan of Booksmart. Um, so yeah. we started watching um, the latest American Crime Story, Impeachment, um, which is all about the Clinton Lewinsky scandal. Yeah, um, been great. It's it is so good. I'm not I'm not quite sure what um, what if any platform it's available on. In I New think Zealand. it's amazon maybe amazon maybe yeah. um and maybe neon i don't know yeah, it's something like that um one of one of those two we've been watching that and then um because the brilliant beanie feldstein plays monica and she's just incredible she's such a good actress and she's such a um kind of uh watchable actor mm -hmm. as well which i love um and then uh on the basis of that we watched a film uh, that she was the star of um, called How to Build a Girl, which oh, I feel it? like you would love, Hannah. Really? Yes, it's based on a it's based on a great book by a great writer, Catelyn Moran, um, of how to build a woman fame and success. And this was a sort of fictionalized version of her of her kind of life story. Um, and the, but the film is brilliant, and she's brilliant in it, and it it was so enjoyable um so easy to watch yeah brilliant so that's one for you to check out you're delivering in so, spades on this episode mate I am I've got I've got it coming for you you know like Ted Lasso as well if you haven't watched that oh that yeah. that really did make make part of my lockdown a lot better <laughs> I've been watching a, a bit of horror like I've been watching um I finished now Midnight Mass on Netflix Mike Flanagan yeah that I've, I've heard lots of good things I mean the as far as horror goes the only thing I've watched is Hocus Pocus same <laughs> iconic Halloween without it no no but um I'm gonna uh pause you there to um squish in another Fleetwood Mac track um Oof. another one brought to the show by Megan Goldsman yeah, it's um the iconic Gypsy. Ah, oh, my fave. That Is could it be my favorite song. That could be, could be. Okay, 
I well, I've gone for um because I'm trying to showcase as many eras of Fleetwood Mac and stuff. This is actually uh from Stevie Nicks's live in concert, the twenty four karat gold tour. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's the concert that album. Yeah, it's the um the the recording of the Stevie Nicks concert that we saw. Yes. In um, 2017. And so it's the, gy- it the version of Gypsy from that. Oh, brilliant. I can't wait. Yeah. Well, uh, wait no longer. Here's Gypsy by Fleetwood Mac. <laughs>
that one always that track always gets me going eh? it does it's um yeah she's just so ah she really is so talented and poetic and mm. i she's that she really knows how to romanticize her life and her life experiences um and it's and so, yeah it's such a beautiful wrecker on the tambourine oh she's absolutely banging it right <laughs> but um we're uh, nearing the end of this episode of that's the ticket and uh before i give megan uh goldsman today's special guest and fleetwood mac episode um some closing remarks i'm quickly gonna jump into my other segment on the show which is upcoming events um megan's looking at me like how are there any upcoming events well here's how you're gonna here's how megan um so uh, in no particular order boon after dark uh is currently running it's actually been extended uh to the 14th of november so if you are yet to go down to garden place and victoria on the river and check out uh the lit sculptures um, I highly recommend doing so. Both myself and the Boone team would like to stress that you adhere to the current COVID-19 alert level guidelines when doing so. So mask up and keep socially distanced, guys. Um, nice kind of fun family activity. Uh, shame you won't get to see the Megan. There's a big old octopus and gun place. Um, and then elsewhere, um, this is more of an update, but um, Hamilton Gardens Arts Festival had been running a uh, boosted crowdfunding campaign, which has just um, finished. And I'm very pleased to say that they managed to hit their boosted target. So Mahi Pai, Team HGAF, congratulations. Um, over at Clarence Street, um, they've got... Uh, um, comedian Ursula Carlson scheduled to come through on February 11th and 12th next year then over at the Meteor they've got Chris Parker coming on the 10th of February 2022 tickets are selling fast they've already added an extra show for that one so if you want to see the winner of um, Celebrity Treasure Island um, at the Meteor then um, head over to their website for tickets I will put links to all the stuff I've talked to about up with the podcast of the show and um back to uh the megan goldsman in the zoom room <laughs> um so <laughs> but before i chucked gypsy on you alluded to that that could possibly be your fave fleetwood mac track yeah it could be it's hard i mean i i don't i don't think i can pinpoint a favorite you know and it's the same with albums i th i think i don't know if you feel this way but i do feel like at certain times in your life certain songs have more um resonance with you and so for me gypsy's one of them but you know i love go your own way that's that's also an absolute favorite um the big love acoustic version is one of my absolute favorites as well there are there are just so many little lies actually <laughs> when I think about it that's one of my my favorite tracks there's too many yeah that's I have I have wonderful phases yeah um notable track for me though is bleed to love her another Lindsay Buckingham centric track but just Beautiful gets every time in the feels to be honest beautiful beautiful actually great album as well as you know one that's uh, not uh, 
the Say You Well. Yeah, it's yeah. actually a really great album, double album. So um, I think it came out maybe 2004, but it's it's not one that um, I think a lot of people are, are as familiar with, but um, really worth a listen. There's some great songwriting on there. Um, and my last kind of hard question for you before I let you go is um, Tusk. <laughs> yes. The album, Thoughts. Brilliant. Masterpiece. Really? The whole- Absolutely. The whole thing. The whole I, album. I, I love the album. I think it is a fantastic album. I think um, it is, I think, it, I say it is, I think it was divisive because it was a little bit almost ahead of, ahead of where, it, um, ahead of its time, ahead of the game in some ways. Very experimental. Well, I mean, not so much to our ears now, but to theirs back in, back in those Days, but I think it's a I think it's a brilliant album and I think it really displayed if we want to talk about songwriting and musicianship I think it actually displayed some of the best musicianship from each member of that band you know I think for me some of Stevie Nicks's best songs are from the Tusk album yeah. um, as, uh, as of course with Lindsay's songs and um, some beautiful tracks from Christine McVie as well which I think are very underrated um, Honey High is one of my favorite Christine McVie tracks. Jesus. On that album. This has been educational. <laughs> um, on it's just a great a, album. like on a general level, but on a like our Fleetwood Mac relationship level, I feel like I've I've found out more than <laughs> ever before, Megan. We've we've charted new waters. <laughs> yeah, it's it's good. <laughs> I, I think I'm, I'm glad that this is um, happening as part of the 69th episode of That's the Ticket. Be more perfect. Um, but um, to end things, I've um, got a final Megan Goldsman pick. It's a song that I hadn't heard before. It's called um, Silver Heels. Ah, oh, great. You want to take it back to that um, pre-Buckingham Nicks era. This is um, one of, from one of my favorite albums. Yeah. What's the album? It's heroes are hard to find. Okay. Well, um, thanks for joining me today, Megan. It's been an absolute oh pleasure. God, thank you for having me. Um, yeah. We'll have to do a round two. Oh, <laughs> round three. Yeah. Well, ha- yeah. I mean, a round two of Fleetwood Mac, but yeah, we'll definitely oh, yeah. Have to do a round three, or maybe we have to do a um, Diana Ross episode next. Oh, that could be good. Diana Ross, yeah. the Supremes, a bit more Motown in there. Ooh. Yeah okay again <laughs> we've said it now so i have to do it but um i've been right. yeah i've been hannah mooney she's been megan goldsman this has been that's the ticket and here's silver heels by fleetwood mac Kakite. she came in like a hurricane wearing boots and diamond rings with a fox fur on her shoulder she sent me wondering Because she got to go my way She said hi for a ride You never ask me but I'll tell you anyway She took me out of the blackboard jungle Put me straight in
Use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.